I admit, I am a sucker for really good data. I love to look and see where things are starting and then track things to know where we ended because that for me is a great way to show that change is happening. So I decided to do a little bit of a data dive on the social media accounts of seven different high schools. And today I'm going to be sharing what I learned about how those high schools posted on their social media and give you some insight on how you can use that information to benefit you to promote your program. Maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices, these are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. Before I dive into my findings, I do want to do a little bit of a disclaimer. This was not my thesis, and therefore, I did not go through all that I would need to do to actually make this like a true research project with a bunch of statistics and make sure that I did everything exactly the same when I was counting up all of the different data from the different high schools. So I'm just going to let you know, this is what I did. I selected, randomly selected seven different high schools. And let's be honest, there were a couple that were not randomly selected. So this is what I did is I looked at two schools within my district, just because I was curious. We have five schools in our district. I chose two and I looked at their data. Then I also looked at the largest high school or a school from the largest district in the state of Utah. Once again, just kind of curious. I know the demographics and so it kind of helped me put a little into perspective. Then I chose my husband's high school in Ohio just to, you know, throw some things off. Then I looked at a school that was recommended that was doing a great job of having like a CTE sponsored post, like a weekly post in Wisconsin. So I chose that high school. Then I did try to find a high school in Texas, which I did find a high school in Texas and one in California. So those were the seven different high schools that I looked at. There was no rhyme or reason. I was trying to get schools from different parts of the country, but this data is not going to be a completely 100% accurate depiction of what is happening at your school, but maybe give you a little bit of some ideas of some ways that possibly how your social media for your school might be functioning. So let's get into what I learned. The first thing is whoever is posting on social probably doesn't know how social media works. Hence, every school that I looked at, with the exception of one, had a lot of announcements. Like the majority of their posts were announcements. I'll say this as well. I was looking at Facebook because it was the easiest one for me to go through and count things up quickly. One of the schools only had a Twitter account, so that one did not have any announcements on it. But all of the other ones had a ton of announcements. Why I say that whoever is posting on social media doesn't understand social media is because most of those were time-sensitive announcements. They were announcements for something that was happening the next day or even that day, like something was canceled. And granted, 
I know that there are some things that you you try to post everywhere, like if there was like inclement weather and schools canceled for that day, but the algorithm does not usually favor those kind of announcements. Thing You could see something like a week after it has been posted in your feed. So regardless of whether or not you have your students like change to a different, like a chronological feed, they still may not see things in chronological order. So that was a big like thing that baffled me was that people just really don't know how social media works. And for most of these people who are managing social media, and I will speak for myself as well, is that that was just an additional assignment to my other job. So everything else I was doing, it was just part of one of the things I was assigned to, which this is going to lead me into the next thing that I learned. Events that are posted frequently, like sports, are posted that way because they happen all the time. And usually, whoever's in charge of social media, which in a lot of cases is an administrator, attends and takes a photo. I don't feel like it's an intentional thing that they're favoring sports more than others. Although there are some schools who have athletes of the week, but then they also don't have students of the week, which I don't really understand that. I'm pretty sure you probably could do both, but that's for a different day and a different group. But these posts are getting posted just merely because of convenience. So if you want your information to be shown, you want it to be convenient. You want it to be something that someone can literally just grab from their email or grab from someplace quick, simple, easy to post now. My third observation was that most of the student-centered content and posts are of students getting recognized for achievement, not learning. There was only one exception, and that was actually the school that was recommended from the like school social media website and group on Facebook. And they did a fabulous job of not just showing students who were excelling, but just students learning in general, which I think gives a really good picture of what is happening inside the classrooms, not just those five or 10 kids who are always winning things. And granted, I know it does spread out. It's probably more than that. But they're recognizing and they're showing students in all areas of the school, not just those who are achieving. When I put on my parent perspective, my parent lens, I actually got really excited looking at that particular school because I could tell from day to day what was happening in the school. Now, they did actually have a social media manager who has been trained to look into classrooms or I guess post student celebrations of learning and happenings inside of classrooms and not just announcements. So that particular school, there was a significant difference in the amount of percentages of the different posts that they posted. It was actually pretty even. So they had 25.2% of their Facebook feed was CTE related. 14.6% was about faculty. 12.6% was about sports. They did have some announcements at 23.3%. And then they had a bunch of other students, so like non-CTE classes at 24.3%. So overall, they were showing 49.5% of their posts were students learning. And they did have an occasional student achievement thrown in here and there, but the majority of it was student learning. So I was actually so impressed that I sent their PR person 
person an email because once again, they had that like really easy to find on their Facebook page. So I shot them an email and I was wondering like, I, what what are they doing? Why, how are they? How do they have such a large percentage of their posts being about CTE classes? Because I will tell you this as well: the total enrollment of this high school is eighty nine students, and I don't know anything about this little school, but I know that they are doing a fabulous job of letting their community know what is actually happening inside the school. So this leads me to the fourth thing that I learned, and that's from the email reply that I got from their PR manager, their social media manager, was that the CTE teachers in this particular school, and there are three of them, they provided their own photos and information to get posted. So they were providing all of that, and as a group, they decided that they wanted to have this once a week spotlight on CTE that is actually just started this summer, and they're planning on doing more promotion throughout the rest of the school year. So I'm excited to see where this school goes, and I'll probably find out some more information to give you some ideas of what they are doing. And then the final lesson that I learned from this was that simple strategy like providing ready to post content makes a huge difference. Part of the reason that I looked at two schools in my own district is because at one of the schools, I do happen to have a good relationship with the CTE curriculum specialist at the school who she also teaches an internship class as well. And she has done a great job of promoting the different classes with in CTE throughout the school year. So I know that she has taken some of the ideas from this podcast and from my Instagram account, and she has really gone out of her way to send in content to the website manager so that these things get put out to the school and in wherever they're posting, whether it's on their website, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. And when I compared those two schools, one school, the school that does not have this CT curriculum specialist working for them, 4.9% of their posts were CTE related. And then alternately, the other school has 8.6%. So granted, it is still a small percentage, but it is growing and it is making a difference. If you're ready to be one of the schools that have 25% of the posts going out on their social media to be about your CTE program and classes, go ahead and grab my free done for you captions. They are fill in the blank and you can put in your information, copy and paste it, send it to whoever is in charge of your school or district. PR and they can have something that's really quick and easy to post because they need things that are quick and easy just like sports. I will include that link in the show notes and I will talk to you next week.